When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title, What Could Go Wrong? What Could Go Wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way, so listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hello. Also, here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, the Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So, I've been uh, trying to go to more concerts lately, and I've noticed uh, a pretty big issue with that, is that there's a lot of scalpers and scalping going on. Uh, I... I think that they must at least be making money off of it, which I guess is a good side industry, but it certainly makes it hard for me to get tickets at times. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Like, online bulk buyers. Kind of weird. Yeah, it's really frustrating to want to go to a thing and then to have it sell out really fast because somebody just bought, like, 300 tickets that they're not even planning on using. They're just trying to make some money, which can't begrudge people trying to make some money but at the same time you really can begrudge that because yeah you you can begrudge the system if not the particular actors yeah yeah i've always been fascinated when like a ten thousand or a fifty thousand venue show somehow is already out of tickets within 10 minutes of them going online it's just like it took me 15 minutes just to get through this process how are all these bought already yeah it's insanity there's tricks of the trade uh, social engineering, there's hacking, there's phone call things, there's bots, there's robo-dialers, there's a vast plethora of systems used by these miscreants to suborn the natural order of ticket purchasing. Wait, there's a natural order? Yeah. You know where you it's, log in and buy tickets? Yeah, a box office, for for instance, a little place in the front of the theater that has a roll of tickets with numbers on them they still have those up. some places do it's true sounds fascinating and you say i would like a ticket and they say it'll be ten dollars and you say here is ten dollars and they say here is a ticket and then you shake hands and say tut tut and tip your hat and then promenade down the street oh, i've not promenaded in quite a day or had a hat that i could tip <laughs> You can really tip anything as a hat, as long as it's on your head. I have hair on my head. You could probably tip your hair. I have to work out how that looks. Like frosted tips? Mmm, not quite that 90s. But like, but what if it was real frosting, and you could just, when you needed a little pick-me-up, your hair would have just a little sugar rush for you right there. I mean, I'm already told my beard is filled with things that it shouldn't be. I don't think frosting needs to be on top of that. Well, I don't know. You should try it. Yeah, it's there ready for when you need a snack. And can it attract right, you little well, ant friends? Aww. With, and you can, you can let a spider move into your beard so that the spider can eat the ants. You could have an ecosystem. Oh, man. That... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know an old lady who swallowed a fly. It goes downhill. <laughs> it does quickly. go downhill quick. 
All right. Outside the venue scalpers. Okay. So here's the thing about outside the venue scalpers that gets me is just the fear of walking up to a stranger, having a stranger walk up to you and having to interact with that person involving money and the exchange of goods. It just feels like a setup to get robbed or stabbed or like laughed at and neither of those things are okay. Any of those things are okay. It's just a long day. Okay, so the the danger is that they're not really scalpers, but they're muggers. I mean, yeah, that they're they're using with their friendly knives. Mm-hmm. Like they're using the promise of tickets to the thing you want to go to in order to lure you into their little web. I mean, maybe they have a good reason. Maybe they're just part of a beard ecosystem, and you're the fly. I mean, maybe. Also, maybe they're like Cutco salesmen. And they're like, hey, come here, I've got some tickets for this show. Just kidding, knives. <laughs> Hello. Buy a set, please. Oh, man, who we'll give came you a ticket up for free. Cutco? That seemed like... Hello, investors. My name is Jeremiah, and I'd like to talk to you today briefly about Vector Company and Cutco Knives. My business will be a home salesmanship... Uh, sale... <clears throat> I'm gonna go to people's houses with a box full of knives and sell them. You're having knives. And then I'm gonna hire other people to take knives to people's houses and sell them. Like really expensive knives. Please give me money. Yeah, they're 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 very good knives, but they're also spendy. That I mean, seems it's to be marketing, right? That seems so... to be the story for most at-home sales that I'm told is that it's actually really good products. They're just very expensive, and yeah, they won't and leave they... your home until you purchase one. They just did a study, I think, uh, you know, and who knows if I'll put a link in the box or not, but uh, that like 99% of the people who get involved with multi-level marketing schemes don't make money. Uh, and this is because they're frequently used by women who are looking for additional sources of income. It actually ends up costing them money. So it's hurting women who are trying to engage in the workforce and, and increase their earning potential. And so it's very bad in that aspect for you know well really everybody because if not everyone is benefiting then it's bad so scalping is like a single level multi-level marketing scheme where if you buy the tickets but people don't buy them from you then you're out of money and that hurts yeah there's that risk too like recently there was a concert in the in the valley where People had bought up a lot of the tickets, and it looked like the venue was sold out, and there was huge markup, and it was total scalper city like that, but then at the last minute, the venue released like a big block of tickets for really inexpensive, (laughs) and so the scalpers were just out like a ton of money because people could buy tickets for like really inexpensive. Sounds like a win for most of the public. A win for the public, a loss for the people who were depending on that income. I, somebody's kid probably didn't eat, and that's sad. <sighs> that is sad. Charity events. Charity events for children who didn't get to eat because their parents blew all their money on scalping. Well, I don't think that we should rely on charity, uh, because charity is inconsistent, is uh, dependent on the whims of other people, and isn't a consistent source for income for people who need 
uh, additional funds for depends you know, on us for reoccurring charity. Well, uh, I mean, there's the charity fatigue and the the tragedy fatigue and stuff that sets in and keeps people from being able to uh, keep up things. Whereas a social safety network that is broad and deep that can make sure that people's needs are met would be a great way to keep those scalpers kids fed and concentrating in class and all that and then they too could learn the economics of scalping it's true they could then set up like a good business and take it all to the next level boom they could just have they could make the sites that resell tickets so they're just taking a cut from the scalpers who are doing all the legwork but they get to always make sure that they're not losing money because they're not having to fork it out up the front. Now we're basically back to multi-level marketing. Well done, us. Except reselling sites are pretty popular. Yeah. I mean, they're popular in that people use them. I guess multi-level marketing is popular, too, so... Yeah, mm. I, I think... Correlation. Where you get a difference in type but of not of kind is where I have a ticket that I purchased for this event, and now I can't go. I would like to recoup my losses and give someone else the opportunity to go to this thing that they might want to go to, and so I will try and sell them my ticket. And that is different than, I bought 500 of these tickets to this thing, and now I am sick and can't go 500 times. I would like to help 500 people go see this show. For $150 more than I bought the tickets for. You are a very sick man, Jeremiah. You have no idea. Uh, What happens when you want to go see your favorite band, but you, you couldn't get a ticket? I mean, normally I'd probably just go to bed, because... But it's your oh, yeah. favorite band. Read a book. Try to encapsulate the parts of my life that I need to work more on and focus my attention there, because there are only so many hours in my life, and if I if I FOMO it up about that concert, then I will be detracting from the other positive impacts that I could have. I'd probably end up spending $100 more on a ticket than what its face value was to go see a show. Yeah, I mean, I guess that the, the that it all just comes down to what you really want to see. Because while I can't think of a band that I would do that for, or even be, like, particularly upset that I missed them if I couldn't go, I can think of, like, like if... Say the Broadway musical Hamilton was on tour and coming dun, through dun, my dun, town, dun, dun, dun. and I missed those tickets. Like I would be very upset about that, and would did that happen? No, it's no, it's okay. not. We, it's not coming here anytime soon. Hamilton's coming to the bunker. I yes, but it's for private showing, and also um, nice. Yeah, we can't really talk I'll just about have it. To enter the lottery. You don't need tickets when you've kidnapped the cast? Well, I mean, kidnap is such an ugly word. <laughs> Borrowed. Paid with cabbages? Just, you know, like, lured creatively for a temporary amount of time. They'll get their then, freedom back. Oh. It's fine. It's cool. That does not fly in court. It's, you know, it's fine. There's, I, there's very, it's... It's hazy what the jurisdiction is. Listen, being the night queen of the world doesn't need a court to tell you what you can do. Yeah. Well, Ooh. with that, we've we've used up all our time tonight. <laughs> Chrissy Uh-oh. and Jeremiah, please give our audience your fond farewells. 
Um, you know, if, if I don't want to offend anybody, so if you're a scalper and it's your livelihood, I, I don't fault you. You do you. And I will probably not buy tickets from you, but Jeff will. And right now we, uh, I just got word that What Could Go Wrong Live has sold out. So if you would like to get a ticket to What Could Go Wrong Live, let me know on the Twitter. It'll only be $3,000 for a ticket. And I've got as many tickets as you want. So let me know and I will get you tickets. Oh man, I didn't know there was a What Could Go Wrong Live. I need to get a ticket. <laughs> when we get people to buy the $3,000 tickets, we will make a What Could Go Wrong Live. Oh, oh, so relieved. I was worried. All right. Thanks for listening. Good night.